Amen. I have just a little word, maybe the Lord, or I know the Lord will help me, and maybe you'll help me too. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. James 1 and 22, the Bible said, but be ye, everybody say, doers. Doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. Be doers of the word and don't just hear it. Luke 6 and 47, Jesus teaching a parable. He said, Whosoever cometh to me and heareth, everybody say, Heareth. Heareth my sayings. You've got to hear the word of God. Amen. But then there's a comma, and then it says, And doeth them. I'm going to show you who that guy's going to be like. Jesus saying, let me paint a picture of what the life is going to be like of the guy that hears, but then he does it. He's going to be like a man which built a house, and he dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house. And could not shake it. For it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built a house upon the dirt. Upon the earth. And against which the stream did beat vehemently and immediately it fell And the ruin of that house was great. Amen. I just, this little statement the Lord gave me this afternoon in my office. It just helped me for a few minutes. I got a promise. Everybody say a promise. I got a promise for the doers. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord. Lift your voices to the Lord. Come on, I want some prayer warriors to cry out. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, let's have a little prayer meeting right now. Come on, we're going to let the faith arise in this house. Come on, can you take it up another level right now? Come on, the devil don't want you to get a breakthrough, but God wants you to get a breakthrough. Just say no to dead church. Just say no to dead prayer. Just say no to casual commitment. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody shout, the devil is a liar. Thank you for standing. You can be seated for just a few moments. I want to preach a promise. Everybody say a promise. For the doers. Amen. I I don't have much hope for people who do not obey the word of God. I don't have like a whole bunch of patty cake words that I could... uh, give to people that are not serious about being right with God. 
Amen. But on the contrary, to the people that's got a made up mind, I've got a lot of Bible to help you. And I, I, I've, got a, I, I've got a life full of faith that I want to pump into you. Amen. If you're a doer, praise God. In the Bible days, if you got the word in you, it was almost always heard out loud. Simply because the manuscripts were so hard and expensive to come by and the way that they copied the Bible was so tedious and, and basically only the wealthy, which really it ended up mostly just being the people in the temple were basically the only people that would have copies of the Word of God. But according to the law of Moses, the entire law would need to be read every seven years. And so people would go to the house of God and they would hear the word of God spoken. Amen. I, I, maybe that's why the Bible said faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm kind of, um, I, I just... I love to read the Word of God, but what I love just as much and even more is I love to hit play and I like to read while somebody reads to me. I like to hear it and see it and verbalize it. and Amen. Every way I can get the Word of God, I want the Word of God inside of me. Amen. The Word of God is... is so precious. How would you know what was right except that there was a Word of God? Amen. Paul would say without the law, you can run down the law all you want. But he said without the law, how would I even know what was right or wrong? Amen. Thank God for the word. Thank God for those Bible studies where people were just hammering the word into us. And Amen. Maybe you thought there was boring times, but there's never a boring time when the word of God is going forth. Uh, hallelujah. It's going to bring life to you. It'll be, it's the marrow in your spiritual bones. Uh, amen. It's the strength. Uh, amen. Without the word of God, we are in a terrible mess. Amen. I thank God that I was born in a, in a Pentecostal family. And from the time I was a little bitty baby, my mama took me to church. My very earliest memories in my life were sitting on a pew or falling asleep on a pew or being left behind at church. Amen. Six kids, every now and then one of us would get left at the church. And the pastor would have to call my mama. Of course, there wasn't cell phones, so you had to wait until she got home. Sister Motes, are you missing any kids tonight? Line them up. One, two, three, four. Yeah. There's a couple of them missing. I'll be right back. And Amen. I just have great memories of being in church. My, my life is always... Being church, I remember when it was cool we, to play spoons in church. Amen. Y'all don't get any ideas because we're past all that now. But anyway, I'd get two spoons and turn them back to back and. Amen. Amen. We, we already got enough racket, maybe. Who knows? Amen. But I, I just, there was just a lot of fun stuff in church and, life, and it was always. It was our life, and, and maybe there was times as an adolescent I didn't really want as much as Mama wanted, but, but we still got church. And I heard a lot of good stuff, and I, 
I got a lot of good word preached into me and, and it carried me uh, through a lot of things in my life. Amen. I, I preached a little bit about it the other night, but it put the fear of God in me to the point where when I wanted to play with sin, I didn't have any fun playing with sin. Amen. Hanging out with buddies, doing things we shouldn't have been done. They were having a blast and I'm sitting there praying under my breath, God, please don't come back tonight. Amen. Why were you like, why were you so different than all them people? Because I said that my mama made me sit there and listen to a preacher preach the word of God to me. Uh, amen. Over service after service after service. Amen. Mamas, you may think, well, I don't know if I'm doing any good. I'm trying to get them all together. And I get them to church and I send them down. But, uh, you know, I don't even know if they're really getting anything out of church. Let me just go ahead and tell some mamas uh, they're getting a whole lot out of church. Uh, amen. You may not see it right now, but there's seeds being instilled in those babies uh, that they'll never get away from. Uh, they can run to the other end of the world if they want to, uh, but they'll hear that preacher preaching to them. Uh, they're going to hear repent uh, and be baptized, uh, every one of you, uh, in the name of Jesus Christ uh, for the remission of your sins, uh, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy They will never get away from the word of God. I'm thankful for every message I ever heard. Heard thousands, I guess, maybe messages. I learned the importance of prayer. I learned the importance of separating myself from other people that weren't living right. Man, my mama was from the old school. They must have did some good stuff at that old school. Because if I went home with somebody and I come back with a little attitude, uh, my mama said, you ain't going back home with them anymore. They'd call my mama, can he come home with them? My mama said, no, he ain't going home with them. Uh, he came home with an attitude. Uh, come on, some of you feeling sorry for yourself when you ought to be saying, thank you, Jesus. Uh, I had somebody that made me walk the line. There's promises in this Bible that if you raise your child in the way he should go when he's old, he will not depart. Let me tell you, if you raise them right, there will always be something attached to them. I'm living proof that you can't get away from God. I'm living proof you can't get away from a mama's prayers. Come on, I'm hung up right now. Hey man, I'm preaching to some mamas. You're wondering if you're doing any good. I'm preaching to some daddies. You're wondering if you're doing any good. Some grandmas. You're wondering if you're doing any good. I tell you, you're doing more than good. You're rattling hell tonight. When you start praying, you shake things in this world. Amen. If, if prayer didn't work, why does the devil fight people so hard about praying? If prayer don't work, why does the devil try to get you so busy? Uh, you ain't got time to go pray. If prayer don't work, 
Why does everybody and their grandma start calling you while you start praying? If prayer don't work, I tell you, not only does it work, it's the only thing that does work. When people pray, God perks up. Amen. Thank God. You're hearing the word right now. I said, you're hearing the word right now. You're hearing you need to be a good parent right now. You're hearing that it's important that you live a life that little kids don't grow up confused. Are we in church or are we out of church? Do we cuss or do we not cuss? Do we drink or do we not drink, mama? Come on, that should not be so. Are we for Hollywood or are we against Hollywood? Hey, they ought to know in their spirit if this book said it, that's what we're for. Mama, do... When the preacher's done preaching, do we go down front or do we not go down front? I'm confused, mama. Sometimes you do. And sometimes you act like you don't give a flip. Come on, you're hearing the word right now. Hey, man, you're teaching children more than I'll ever get to teach them. They're watching you. They're going to be like you. They're going to act like you. They're going to be committed like you're committed. Uh, They're going to live it like you live it. Uh, And if you're on and off, on and off, hot and cold, guess what? You'll raise another generation just like you. Man, I believe it was Vaughn Morton that preached a message one time. I never heard it. I just read the title. That said, if everybody was just like you, what kind of church would it be? Hallelujah. Praise God. Maybe I need to call him and tell him to come. We want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear it. It hurts me. No, we got to hear it. If everybody was just like... Come on, point at yourself right now. Point at yourself. If everybody was just like me. Praise God. Praise God. I feel things pushing back against me. I might hang out here a little while. If everybody's prayer life was just like mine, would it still be a praying church? If everybody worshiped just like I worship, would it be a worshiping church? If everybody was committed just like I'm committed, would it still be a committed church? If everybody's attendance was just like mine, Would it be a full house on Sunday? Or would there be some Sundays nobody was there? 
Come on, I'm going to preach a little while. Hey man, I feel the Holy Ghost backing me up right now. If everybody gossiped as much as I did, would there be zero gossip? Or would it be full of it? Come on, let's go ahead and point at ourselves again. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. If everybody was behind the pastor just like I am, would there be anybody behind the pastor? Or would everybody be behind the pastor? Hey. Hang on, I'm having fun right now. What if everybody gave tithes and offerings just like I do? What if everybody was a giver just like I am? Would the church be paid off before we ever got in it? Or would we go bankrupt? Come on. Come on, what, what kind of church would it be? Everybody was just like me. Uh, would you even attend this church if everybody was just like you? Could you even stand this place if everybody was just like you? Or would you not be able to wait to get there? Because I know when I get there, if they're like me, everybody's gonna love everybody. When I get there, it's gonna be unity. When we start praying, it's gonna be unity. Amen. Everybody say, We're hearing the word of God. It ain't all about the hearing. Hearing is the easy part. You may think it's rough. I've heard people say, man, you, you stepped on my toes. I'm sorry if I did. Amen. But I've got a mandate to feed you knowledge and understanding. I want you to understand what God's looking for. I want you to understand what God wants you to be. Hearing's the easy part. It may rough up your toes, but it's the easy part. Let me tell you what the hard part is. When you gotta start doing When you got to start doing what you hear. That's when you separate the men from the boys. That's. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Are we here to go to heaven? Are we here to just have friends? 
Are, are we here to make heaven? Are we here to learn the latest gossip? Learn who's doing what and who's who said what? Who cares who said what? Hey Amen. I got one purpose to be here. There's a God that called me out. Said I want you to sit in heavenly places. Hey Amen. I got things for you to hear. I got things for you to see. And most importantly, I got things I want you to do. I tell you when you're a big boy. I tell you when you're a big girl. Is when you start doing what you hear. Not debate what you hear. Not contemplate what you hear. Not argue about what you hear. But you start doing what you hear. We don't read the Bible through every year so we can say we read the Bible through. We read the Bible so we'll know what we're supposed to be doing. Hallelujah. Can I preach to you a little while? Bible says, but I say unto you, love your enemies. Oh, Jesus. I'm not even looking up. Bless them that curse you. They curse you, you bless them. I'm hearing you, Pastor. I hear you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That was some easy reading right there. I tell you what's hard when you start trying to implement Don't forget, I got a promise for the doers here in a little bit. Obey them that have the rule over you. Oh, Lord, here he goes. And submit yourselves. Why? Okay, I forgot. For they watch for your soul. As they must give account that they may do it with joy and not with grief. I got a pastor, and guess what? When he calls me and he says, do something, you know what I do? I just do it. Long as it's moral, I'm going to keep on doing it. As long as he's following Christ, I'm going to keep following him. Hallelujah. He's told me some things to do before I didn't really like the thought of. Because I'm, 
I'm thinking myself as sometimes, you know, knowing how some stuff works. <laughs> so I would tell my pastor how this deal works. <laughs> what I was going to do. I already had it wrote out. I had it on spreadsheets. I had the business plan. This is it. I know you just preach, but... But I want to show you how this works. This does this. And when this happens, then I'm going to take this and I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to be so rich. I'm going to build churches for you all over the planet, pastor. And he would say, I don't think I would do that. Hallelujah. Then I had to make up my mind whether I was going to live my own life. It didn't take me very long looking backwards how good it was when I did it all by myself. What a total wreck of a life I had when I did it by myself. And how good it started getting when I got some, a pastor in my life. He said, I don't. Uh, uh. He was a very noble man, very nice. And he, he wasn't controlling. He still ain't controlling. And you kind of got to read through his parables to even know what he's talking about. And he said, uh, let's... Uh, Don't you just hold off for a little bit? Let's just pray and see what the Lord would say. To my chagrin, the Lord would never say nothing. <laughs> Praise God. But every time I did what He said, God would open the windows of heaven. And every time I thought, uh, I'm going to do a little more research. Make sure he knows what he's talking about. You know, all he's ever done is preached. He never had a real job. <laughs> he's just a preacher. I'd do a little research. and About that time, God would take his belt off. <laughs> And I thought, you know what? I, I don't like weapons. And I got it in my mind that if that man said, you ought to get a hula hoop. People ask me why I'm so blessed. I'm telling you right now. I made up my mind if he told me to get a hula hoop. And go downtown with a Bible study shaking a hula hoop. I may not be able to do it, but I'd try my best. You know what I did every time he told me to do something? I did it. And I would watch as the windows of heaven would begin to open in my life. And doors that I wanted to open that I couldn't open by myself. They just opened up. 
miracles would happen. But I had to get past just being a hearer. I had to become a doer. Praise God. I hope this is all right. It's what I feel in my spirit. The Bible says, Wherefore come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. It's easy to listen to that, ain't it? It's easy to hear it. Something different when you began to Make yourself do that. Let me tell you, if you get a prayer life, God's going to tell you what to separate from. You, you don't have to wait on a pastor to say, well, you need to, you need to, you need to, you need to. You get enough Holy Ghost in you and you get real honest with God. You're going to be in the church house and God's going to tell you. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Brother Booker was just started his walk with God and he's watching gun smoke. And this man, I don't know their names, he knows their names, takes this other man and hits his head on the, the corral panel and throws him in the water trough. And the Lord speaks to him and said, that ain't nice. You don't need to watch that. (laughs) The preacher never preached against gun smoke. But the Holy Ghost did. The Holy Ghost said, Larry Booker, come out from among gun smoke. And be ye separate and quit touching it. You think it worked out for him? You think being obedient worked out for him? I'm telling you, your story be the same as his. If you'll quit just being a hearer. Somebody said, call me one time. They'd never heard me preach anything about adorning. They just started here and they said, I don't know what's going on, but every time I pray, I see a vision. And I see something grabbing my wedding band and pulling it off of my finger. He said, what is that? I said, it's God. Come on. Let me tell you, if God deals with a brand new convert. Come on, church. If God will deal with a brand new convert that don't know anything, never heard nothing preached, don't you tell me Pentecost don't know the difference between right and wrong. They just became, they went from doers to hearers only. 
feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I took the word of God and I began to show this lady. This is where it says that. This is why you're feeling what you're feeling. She said, well, it's done then. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. The problem is uh, a lot of people don't want to change. If you don't want to change, you'll never hear God tell you anything. You'll say, I don't even know what he was talking about tonight. When down deep inside of you would have had an open heart, you would have heard everything that God was trying to tell you. Let me tell you something. As a brand new convert, I was sitting in my car listening to the Razorback football game. It was the seventh overtime. My heart... My anxiety was out of control. Thinking, my Lord, come on, hogs. Don't let me down now. Even though they'd already let me down all my life. Don't know what I was expecting different. They'd always let me down. But I'm sitting in the car in the seventh overtime. And the quarterback is named Matt Jones. And I'm saying, Matt. Come on, you long-legged thing. Surely you can run one more touchdown so we can win. Sitting there in my car. Brand new convert. Worshiping the Razorbacks. And I hear a voice from heaven say, if you're going to live for me, you're going to have to stop this. You know what I did? I stopped that. Don't tell me God can speak to a new convert. Uh, but in entire organizations can't hear what God's saying to them. You don't want to hear what God's saying. Uh, but if you're hungry uh, for the real thing, uh, you're not just going to hear it. Uh, you're going to do it. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There wasn't a doubt in my mind. God hated the Razorback football team. I heard it just like you can hear me right now. If you're going to live for me, Well, I sure ain't going to go backwards. I sure ain't going to give up this Holy Ghost I got. I sure ain't going to give up this anointing I got. I ain't got no choice but to turn the radio off and live for God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. A lot of people don't hear stuff because they don't want to hear stuff. They stop their ears to what they don't want to hear. I want to tell you, you got to hear it. And then you got to go to the next step. 
you got to start doing it. Can blessing and cursing come out of the same fountain? I never read that scripture. I never read the Bible in my life till I got the Holy Ghost. I knew who Jonah was because I went to Sunday school. I knew who Noah was because I went to Sunday school, but I never. But when I got the Holy Ghost, I Maybe I was just miserable out there. When I got the Holy Ghost, Brother Brooks, I was so hungry. Like I, it just like lit a fire inside of me. It worries me when people speak in tongues and then they just sit down. and Thinking, did they get the Holy Ghost or? Or did they got a chemical imbalance? Because when I got it, it got me. When I got it, I was so hungry for that word, and I just. I just started reading it. Praise God. If you're waiting for everything to come from the pulpit, you're going to be in trouble. You got to get this word, and you got to. You're going to get in, in your spirit. And, and I got hungry now. And I started reading it. When I would read something, I, I was like, mm, that's going to be tough right there. But I'm going to do it. And I'd do it. And the first year I had the Holy Ghost, I read the Bible two times. Front to back. People say, ma'am, what's wrong? I, I would take my Bible to work and I'd read it in between service calls. Matter of fact, when I'd read my Bible, things would quit breaking at the post office. People would get mad. I would sit in this room where I monitored this big old system, that tray management system that sent mail everywhere. And, I, and my job was to monitor it. And if something went red, I had to go, okay, I'm going to whatever, I'll fix it. But when I take my Bible to that room and sit there in front of that monitor, <laughs> it wouldn't turn red. Everything said, people, the other maintenance people that were my contemporaries. It's a Bible word. They were my people that worked with me. And they tell my supervisor, hey, Moats is in that room and he's just, he's reading the Bible. We're supposed to be working. My supervisor say, hey, if that thing is green, you leave Moats alone. Let him do what he wants to do. We need to get this mail out of here. Leave him alone. Telling you, you got to get a hunger for the word of God. But more than just a hunger for the word of God, you got to get a hunger to do what it says. I'm talking about a level that most people never get to. Uh, when you get hungry to do what the Word of God says, uh, if it. It's the reason some people are on the roller coaster. Because they never get committed in their spirit. Change, God mold me 
God, make me. But they get this attitude like, I dare you. This is who I Tell you, you got to get broken. Praise God. Does anybody wants to be a, a doer? I'm telling you, it's a natural hang-up to just be a hearer. I know people that can quote scriptures. <laughs> quote the whole Bible almost. What good does it do to quote it if you can't live it? I got a promise. Praise God. Amen. Everybody say for the doers. Jesus said, he's like a man which built a house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon that house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. I got a promise for some people in this room. Maybe for one, I would hope to think it's for everybody. I got a promise that if you will take your flesh by the nap of the neck and say, flesh, whatever that book says, you're going to do it. You, you may not like apologizing, but flesh, you're going to do it. Flesh, you may not like holiness, but you're going to do it. Flesh, you may be addicted to the idols of this world, but you're going to get rid of them. I got a promise for you. I'm not going to promise you that the storm will not come. Because the Bible says the storm will come. But I have a promise. When the storm is gone. When the storm is gone. When the trial's over. You're still going to be standing. I, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place right now. Come on, does anybody feel like you're in the middle of a trial? I feel so much Holy Ghost. Stand together with me right now. I've watched the fake Christians crash and burn my whole life. And I've watched 
the real ones always make it. Why? Why would the storm be vehement if I'm doing everything right, Pastor? That's a God question. I don't know the answers to all why the storms come. But Jesus said even the one that built upon the rock suffered the storm. When the storm was gone, everything that he had built in his life, all of his effort, all of his work was still intact. You know what breaks my spirit is to watch as people don't really don't really do it like they really should. And I watch the storm come and I watch it destroy everything that they've done. They come and start over from scratch. Marriage messed up, kids messed up, finances messed up, health messed up, everything messed up, mind messed up. God begins to do what God does because He's merciful. Then I watched as a young boy great saints of God in the church that they were just like they were like clockwork. Just committed, solid, If they weren't in their pew, something was wrong. They were in the hospital. (laughs) They were just, everything they did, it was whatever God wants. And they were just so submitted to God. I'd watch the storm hit them. The results were always different. Go through a little storm. Come on, y'all. Let's let's pray for brother so and so. He's uh, having trouble in something. Let, let's pray for him. He he's really in a trial. Pray for him. Next thing you know, he he's fine. <laughs> Nothing happened. There'd be another one that was unstable. Always fighting against the pastor and fighting against the church. He'd go through a storm. Y'all, let's pray for brother so-and-so and his wife. and Let's pray that God will help him. And it didn't ever turn out the same. Even as a young person, I realized there was differences in how God dealt with people. I didn't realize all the ways of God. I didn't realize it was based upon that person. I just I just knew results were different. Hallelujah. 
early 20s, I went through things and not living for God, and it would just, it would wreck my whole world. 27 years old, I got the Holy Ghost prayed through. Started praying every day. Storms would come. Same kind. Somehow, it would always come out on top. Somehow, I would come out of the furnace then. And I didn't even smell like smoke. Same types of trials, Brother Myers. Same types of people after me. Same types of troubles. What was different? I was different. What made the results different? I did. Fire would get so hot. Trial would be so hot. I didn't know what to do. I'd go to church pray, touch God, feel great, go back out and work, build some more houses, feel that same pressure, go back for lunch, pray again, feel God, go work a few hours, the pressure's back. I'd go three times a day, four, whatever it took. I thought, I'm going. I'm not going under, I'm going over. You know what would happen? God would make a way. Telling you from the day I got committed. I don't think I've lost anything in my life. In a storm. Storms have come. When they're gone, I still got I feel the Holy Ghost. I wish you could could feel the burn of my heart right now. It breaks me to see people lose everything. It breaks my heart. But I know what's got to happen for God to get their attention. Gonna have to tear everything down that they've ever built. Come on, let it have been the last time. I wish some people in this room would just begin to pray. That was the last time. You got me, God. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost drawing people.
before God come on while you still have a spouse humble yourself while you still have health in your body please humble yourself before God while you're in your right mind Come on. Come on. Come on, there's a loving God. God. 